If your inner guru is your roadmap, who you are becoming is your compass. On today's episode of Free Your Inner Guru, we explore why who you become in 2018 matters to the world and what you can do about it. Welcome to Free Your Inner Guru. I'm your host, Laura Tucker. Well, here we are drawing up to the middle of January 2018, and I have a question for you. Who will you become in 2018? Because it matters to the world. We've just come through a year like no other collectively as a global community. And what we are seeing time and time again is people claiming their voice and using it in the world. And this is a journey that I relate to so closely because it mirrors my own. In fact, this podcast would have never been created if not for that journey. So I'll ask you again, who will you become in 2018? My becoming for 2017, long before I knew this podcast would exist, was to use my voice. You see, I had just found my voice in 2016. And I thought, okay, what's the next step for me? And I intuited that it had to do with using my voice. I also knew being more visible was a big part of that, of my own accord, not because somebody else did something and I was called on to respond to it, but to create. Now that sounds pretty loose when it comes to a becoming, but this is exactly the level and layer of conscious thought that becoming exists at. So let me ask you this. Who will you become? To become your own guru and be the fullest expression of yourself in the world, it is critical that you know who you are. Because if you know who you are in your core and understand why you're here, you can and will focus on becoming that as a means of happiness and success in this world. We exist in a time of great possibility. Each and every single one of us can seize upon a platform thanks to technology where we can have a voice out into the world, where we can be seen. That's a level playing field. But by being clear about who you want to become and showing up as that person more often than not, that will move you forward towards becoming who you're meant to be. Because by showing up more often than not, and then far more often than not, and then consistently in alignment with who you are becoming, this is how you make the shift. A lot of people get it backwards, and I certainly used to get it backwards. As successful as I was with my former consulting business, I always ran an inner dialogue of, I'll be happy when. I'll be happy when I've accomplished this, that, and the other thing. I'll be happy when I have this much money in the bank. I'll be happy when I meet my future husband. I'll be happy when. The fundamental flaw in the I'll be happy when soundtrack is that you have to become that person first in order to attract that 
perfect mate or in order to create that kind of wealth or in order to have that kind of impact, you must align yourself with that first. Your mind might be going right now to the old fake it till you make it. And while it can be possible to feel like you are an imposter before the result comes in, this is not faking it until you make it. This is the confidence in knowing that you are becoming because day in and day out, you are in alignment with the person who gets those results. Many of us can look at others who have achieved things similar to what we like to achieve and wonder how they got there. Well, they had to become it first. I've just wrapped up several weeks of doing 2017 year in review exercises and 2008 strategy sessions with each and every one of my private clients. When I say strategy, we're talking about a holistic approach to strategy here that includes and always starts with who you become. So many people, and this has happened to me as well, have found themselves very far down a path that they don't even recognize themselves anymore. They've lost their creativity. They do things out of necessity. They've lost their voice. They've lost their energy and sometimes they've lost their health. And to turn that ship around takes time. It takes a continual renewed focus on who you want to become and getting in alignment with that. Over the past couple of months, I've also gone through a similar introspection because I believe in and doing this very same uh, process that I engage my clients in. And when I set did my year in review, I recalled that at the beginning of 2017, my overarching intention and the becoming that I had in that for the year, not having a clue the type of year that we were headed into, was to use my voice. You see, I had just found my voice. I had lost it. I continued to function. I continued to perform. I continued to, to act. I accomplished many things. Some even said in the period between 2010 and say 2011, 12, that I had done more than most people would do in a lifetime. I got married. I'd become a full-time stepmother. I'd opened a brand new business in a brand new industry. I was sustaining my existing consulting practice. And I was so in the doing of everything. I was a human doing. I wasn't a human being. Because being at that time was too painful. It was too painful to explore the outcome of severe trauma that followed blaming myself for not using my voice effectively enough to save another's life. I lost my voice in the blame and the shame surrounding that time in my life. What I learned firsthand that doing, doing, doing without being healed from that event and from those wounds that it opened up from the past resulted in a lot of doing and quite frankly, in some fairly challenging and sometimes miserable results. What turned it around? Well, first and foremost, a relocation. Moving back home to Toronto, 
helped to turn it around. And it was a reluctant move for me in the beginning. It took a long time because I loved where I was living out West and where we were. But it was time. I wanted time with my parents. My partner wanted to come back. And it was the process of realizing that this was the opportunity for me to cut the cord. We sold off the one business to one of our employees. And I wound down my consulting practice with the finally, finally the realization that I had left coaching behind in that aftermath of 2009 and 2010. I didn't feel fit to coach and I probably wasn't fit to coach. And I think that was in retrospect, it was the right decision for that time. But if not now, when? If I was changing environments, perhaps it was time to go back to my love, to my love of coaching. Now, that has not been a journey for the faint of heart. When we came back to Toronto in 2014, in the summer, unexpectedly, my father passed away. At the same time, as we turned over into the calendar year of 2015, my 15-year-old dog was struggling with pancreatitis. I was grieving the loss that was, and the loss that I knew was coming. And as we rolled over into the calendar year of 2015, I set one becoming. That one becoming was going to help me get in touch again after a long absence with my spiritual side. And that becoming was, I will meditate again. I needed the support and the groundedness of a meditation practice. And I had left that behind when I threw the baby out the bathwater. So every day in the beginning of 2015, come hell or high water, I meditated. I meditated not knowing what was coming into my life at that time but I set my intention that I would get back in touch with my spiritual side as I re-embraced coaching and took a big step forward. Through the course of that year, there was a unique opportunity came along that I was able to stay grounded and participate in and not be thrown off course. That intention, that becoming that I set without knowing the certain future, helped to support me through the experience of participating in the documentary Enlighten Us and speaking and using my voice to open up a relative Pandora's box and really look inside. One step at a time, meditation after meditation, new client after new client. During an uncertain period in my life, I grew a coaching practice and I credit my ability to be fully present, to be able to handle the emotional journey that I was going on, both as someone who was making steps to be visible about something that I had tried to keep hidden and stepping out to be the full expression of who I am in the world. So I'm going to ask you again, who would you like to become in 2018? It matters to the world. So 
So I'm going to take you through a series of questions and then I'm going to refer you because I know most of you listening to podcasts are probably doing something else while you're listening. And I'm going to refer you to a resource that I've created at the end of the podcast, a guidebook. So I'm going to ask you some questions around who you are becoming. What are your unique gifts and talents? What do you enjoy doing the most when you are alone? What do you value? What do you want to have? What would you like to do? When you take responsibility for evolving into the person who thinks, feels, and acts like one who becomes all of this, because underneath and above all of this, the big question remained, who do you want to become? Would you like to become a leader? Would you like to have influence? Would you like to change the world around you? Would you like to speak up about something that you care about? Would you like to create something beautiful? Would you like to bring an idea forward into a market where no one has gone before? Would you like to paint? Would you like to draw? Would you like to write? Would you like to photograph? Would you like to sing? Would you like to dance? Who do you want to become? It matters. Because when you guide yourself from the inside out, the only certainty that you need is that you are connecting with who you really are. I have experienced and observed personal transformation at both ends of a spectrum. At one end of the spectrum is the accelerated transformation. This is the short, fast, dramatic, board-breaking, fire-walking, rebar-bending transformation where an intense event is created to prove to you that you can do things that your mind believes that you cannot do and to show you in that short, intense burst of energy that more is possible than what you can conceive. Can this approach to transformation be effective? Certainly in the short term. But my experience has been that when big challenges came along that took me to my core, it didn't take, it didn't sustain. So at the other end of the spectrum of transformation, there is the consistent, organic, sustainable transformation. This is the process of becoming. The process of becoming is why I coach and why I receive coaching. For me, coaching is the application of personal development, entrepreneurial, and spiritual practices over time. Taking the time to put the foundation with seemingly simple questions like, who would you like to become? What would you like to do? What would you like to be? What would you like to have? And then designing it so that the outcome is predictable based on results occurring over time. Now, granted, this is a less sexy approach. It doesn't quite have the sizzle that accelerated transformation does. But I believe that it is the lasting, authentic real transformation that we need to make in order to have an impact in our world. 
So who will you become in 2018? I would love to hear from you over on the the website. I will include links back to this episode. And uh, I've also created a tool for you, a guidebook. It started in November when I started putting myself through what will my process be this year? How can I develop it both for me and for my clients several years in now to my renewed coaching practice? And it turned into the Free Your Inner Guru guidebook. I decided once I put it together that it was something that I would like to share with more people, more than just who I can impact in my one-to-one time. So you will also find a link in the show notes back to the Free Your Inner Guru guidebook. And after you download the guidebook and take it, there's a series of emails that coach you through the process. So whether you take it and run with it, like one of my clients did today, and she sent it back to me. And it showed me in terms of her answers that even my clients who receive private coaching and the one-to-one time can receive tremendous benefit of going through this process. I've put my framework in there for you to benefit from. And it all starts, the first of four sections is who will you become and defining your why. So I invite you back to the website, or if you want to type in a website right now, it's lauratucker.com slash guidebook and take advantage of this free resource. It's my gift to you so that you can define who would you like to become, what some actions are that you can take and how you can be that full, creative, effective, impactful version of you in the world, because the world needs you. The world needs your gifts fully expressed. It needs the impact that you will have on others as you step into your true passion and true purpose as you become the leader you want to see in the world. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I know you have a lot of choice where you receive your inspiration and information. If these ideas and stories resonate with you, I would be so grateful if you would take a few extra seconds for two quick things. One, if there's an idea or moment in the story or conversation that you feel would make a difference in someone else's life, take a quick moment to share on whatever app or website you're listening on. And two, subscribe so that you can become part of the ongoing conversation. Big conversations become the catalyst for meaningful change. I'm Laura Tucker, signing off for Free Your Inner Guru.